On this episode, I'm going to talk about why underwater habitats. Welcome to Colonize the Ocean podcast, where we discuss oceanic colonization, exploration, and education with your hosts, Adam Jewell and Brendan Traxler. think about underwater habitats, I think first off, most of the people listening to this are already going to know what an underwater habitat is, are going to already have some very vivid images of either jewels under sea lodge or Aquarius um, or some other habitat, you know, Jacques Cousteau or whomever. But I think that uh, for the, the people who aren't that deep into it, you know, you, you get looking at either stuff from James Bond or... Um, different sci-fi cartoons and stuff growing up. Um, but there's a whole lot more to it than, than that. And I really don't have a, I don't know why underwater habitats really spoke out to me. It just, it just felt right. And I think maybe ignorance too, because now as I'm older and, you know, I've been plugged into all this stuff for quite a while, you get, you know, you look at like the Seasteading Institute and there's, floating houses and they're working on floating cities and colonies and all this kind of stuff or um, you take the space approach um, or there's even stuff on land you know uh, reclaimed missile silos being turned into homes under the ground um, etc so there's there's multiple different ways to go and it th- seems like maybe the hardest route to go is an underwater habitat so that even brings up another question why why even continue to pursue it one of the things is, you know, I've been laughed at multiple times over and over again for saying, hey, I'm going to build an underwater hotel or I'm going to build an underwater home. Um, even though, you know, the science community has had these for 60 years, you don't often hear about other people building them. Now there have been a handful over the years of people who have built little underwater houses or rooms or whatever. Uh, for a period of time to, to prove it can be done and for scientific reasons or whatever. But I think that for me, the, the whole living underwater, living free, I guess, even though I, I fully suspect that for the foreseeable future, underwater habitats, whether it is a home, a hotel, or even science community will be close enough to the shore. We'll still be bound by it to some extent, whether it's power, water, oxygen, whatever, at the very beginning. But I think that being able to escape from the noise and the pollution and the and just everything that is the day in day out life for me really appealed. I am an introvert. I'm antisocial to the most part. And I just need to recharge my batteries after being out and being social for a while. So that's why, for me personally, it really struck a chord. Like, hey, this is this is an introvert's haven here. You know, I can go, I can go down there. I can, I can fake my own death even, and just, uh, <laughs> and uh, jokingly, uh, and just live up my days underwater. But I think there is some truth to that too. In that, 
it builds. I don't know. It, it, it just. I guess I come back to the whole aspect of peace and freedom of being surrounded by the ocean. There is a calming to it. And as I've told before, the very first time that I went scuba diving, I remember I was probably 30, 40 feet underwater laying on my back on a platform, just looking up at the surface and the, the, the water around me and the quiet and everything. It was the most peace I've ever felt in my whole entire life. I mean, I was already wanting to design and build underwater habitats before this. So it was more of a, yeah, this, this is, this is the life. And so I can just imagine, you know, I've spent 24 hours underwater at Jules. I'm an aquanaut. And so I've experienced that to an extent, but if you had large windows, if you had basically inside of an aquarium, the, the, the piece that comes with that, I think, is, is really what, what draws it to me. Now, everybody's different, and some people thrive on that social interaction and, and needing to be involved in people and needing that, that energy around them. So, obviously, it's not for everybody. Um, but even those people like to escape every once in a while and try something different and try something ex- extreme, and that's kind of what this is, too. And although at ASC, we're not focused just on you know, underwater homes or underwater hotels or resorts or whatever that may be. We're more focused on a more universal, I call it agnostic platform where that any business could make these underwater habitats work for them as well. I still think that the vast majority, given the chance, would try it. I, I, I have friends that have said there is no way they will go underwater. My cousin is one of them that thinks I'm absolutely insane to want to do this because he won't even put his feet in water pretty much because he's afraid of sharks or whatever. And I have a friend that's like that as well. But they are the, the few and far between. So I think it's one of those things where it's just following your passion, following your dream. And at this point in time, I've been so vested in it for so long. I, I can't, even if I wanted to turn around, I need to shut down those naysayers that have, have said this isn't possible because it is possible. Um, and everybody has a reason for doing something or wanting to stay there. I could put a poll out on social media right now. And we would get multiple different answers back on, on why someone would want to stay underwater or live underwater. And so the question is, why would you want to do it? I would, you know, as somebody who's, who's in this, this field, I'm always curious about what makes people tick. And what it is about underwater habitats, scuba diving, or living underwater, regardless, what is it? What is the driving force for you? What interests you? Why, why would you want to do it? And why have you done it if you are an aquanaut or have spent any time underwater? What is it about that world that is so inviting to you? I, I think that in closing here, I think the, the one thing that I think we have to be careful about is not to recreate a tin can that's boring and drab, that it needs to be an organic looking structure moving forward as well. Obviously at the beginning, it's going to be rough, but as we, we design and we build out in the future, how can we make the, the underwater habitats of the future more inviting and to mesh better with their surroundings so that not only do you feel comfortable, but you feel more at ease 20, 30, 50 feet underwater, whatever depths these may be at, and make you feel secure too.
because when you have giant windows and you're looking out the water, there's going to be some concern that, hey, if this thing cracks, it's not going to be good. But then all comes with the design element of it. So anyway, yeah, let me know. What, what is it about, you know, you're listening to this, obviously, because you have an interest in what we're doing or in the, the fields of scuba or underwater habitats. So what is it that drives you to put the gear on and get underwater? What is it about you that makes you want to live or just stay in an underwater habitat for any period of time? Mm-hmm.